new favorite thing that I've been putting in Cricket's voice uh, because he only okay he only likes small dogs like he just doesn't and like yeah specifically if they're smaller than him which is a very small dog um, and so it's it's very rare when like we're walking around and there'll be like a little dog that comes up to him but we've started to say he goes he's so cute. And I just love the idea of Cricket <laughs> thinking other dogs are cute. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, it's my, I, I don't know, it brings me so much joy just to walk around like, oh, oh, good, he's back. He is so cute. <laughs> and, uh, there's a puppy nearby that he's obsessed with. And this is how it started, because every time we walk by, he gets so excited. And he like whimpers. And in my mind, he's just, he thinks that dog is adorable. And because I think Cricket oh. thinks he's bigger than he is um so obviously he's just looking down and being like oh, what a cute little guy do you see this he's so yeah. cute <laughs> it's the idea of like a cute a cute being yes thinking of another being as cute yes is so cute it's like michael's <laughs> cousins when they were when they were littler like hearing them call any child smaller than them we like yeah. oh she's just a weak girl but it's like his little cousin sophie when she was aged like seven and i'm like <laughs> yeah. you're just a weak girl what do you mean yeah exactly <laughs> and like who knows what he's actually so thinking, sweet i love I'm, it in my mind he just thinks other dogs that are little are cute and i love it yeah totally. um what's i love that on? so much that's adorable how are things over there? How's Percy? Yeah, things are good. Percy, so Michael's away this week. So me and Miss P have just been hanging out. She's so... It's funny because, like, people talk quite a lot about, like, who their cat's kind of, like, imprinted on or specifically bonded with. I don't know if, like, a Maud and Millie, like, is one your cat and one Grant's cat? Or are you are they kind of equally your cats? They. I would say Maud is more my cat but only because of time you know i i, I had months yeah, time had now i've had her for so long um but millie's pretty equally yeah. both of our cats millie she's she's a really she's a sweet girl and she's pretty equal parts yeah because i would say like for the beginning of having percy she was definitely more michael's cat and that mm -hmm. was like a real sore spot for me <laughs> yeah but I don't, I don't know if it's just been because since obviously like the end of lockdown, Michael has been able to like leave the house more and I am more housebound because yeah. I like work from home more and stuff. But it does feel like that has contributed to our bonding, which is great. Yeah. So now when Michael goes away, she like, we, we spoon, like she sleeps on his side of the bed and she is the little spoon and it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> so we've been really enjoying, um just like cuddling at the moment which yeah. is which has been really great she oh. hasn't um i've done like a a lot of cleaning lately so she hasn't loved that there's something about like her territory being disrupted that she's just like what are you doing stop <laughs> yeah like, yeah really annoyed um but actually when this comes out yeah next week i will be going to the scottish highlands and uh, i am so excited to see all the creatures i i cannot wait you're gonna have the best time i do you know like where specifically in the highlands yeah the the oh hold on a minute i'll look it up yeah it's part of the national park 
there's like in the air I mean I've looked at all the like local wildlife and there's like pine martins and like this particular brand like breed of hair and mm-hmm. the highland cows i'm so excited for the yes. highland cows oh, their um, hair their bangs the can gorms the can gorms how do you spell I'm saying that right but the can gorms with a c-c-a-i-r-n-g-o-r-m-s i'm i'm so excited for you because i can't wait for breakfast but i'm also like what do you need i i'll i can i'll fly out with i'm not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> it's just a recce for when we eventually do a trip where we do yeah. like the Scottish Highlands, and then we do the Irish countryside. Yes. Like that, that will be a thing that we do. Uh, we have to. It's so this is just me doing works. reconnaissance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we have to buy our chateau. Alexis has been sending me like, just like cheap castles in like the French countryside <laughs> that, you know, we could buy. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is what we're going to have to do then. Like I'll, I'll split a castle with you in, yeah. in the forest by a river. I'll do that. That's I, fine. There are just some really affordable, like old castles or manors or like. They are so affordable. They're so affordable. And sure, they're fixer uppers, but like that's part of the fun. We'll, we'll document it. I know. And I did think this, like, yeah, I did think this when I looked at it. I was like. Imagine if I die and I've never lived in a castle in the French countryside. I think I'd be disappointed. Yeah. I do. I think I'd look back with regret. Yes. It's a kind of bold opportunity that as you're older, you're like, I should have done that. And now, granted, we say cheap. I still can't afford them right now. But. (laughs) (laughs) Split four ways. We actually could if we split four ways. Yes. Yeah. It's very funny though because yeah. sometimes I'm like I could do that and I'm like well not now but I could do that in theory. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree with you. There is a distinction. Like I couldn't, like it's it's I couldn't like go to the moon in theory. Like I couldn't do that. <laughs> but I could buy a castle in the French countryside in theory. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's much more realistic is is all i'm saying yeah totally. Oh. Think about all the animals we could get. We could get Irish wolfhounds that just like roam. Oh. Yeah, they, well, they would be like the the guardians of the castle. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, and I mean, it's this is a good segue into yeah. today's guests, but if I were to write, I say if I were to, I may have to write a story with like a talking Irish wolfhound. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, a, yeah, a, a talking Irish wolfhound that guards a magical castle. No one steal that idea. No one no steal. No one steal. This audio is proof that... <laughs> this we came up with this so but that's that is a great idea and i may have to go write that really good um yeah speaking of writing and reading stories um our guests this week are mallory o'mara and bria grant from reading glasses um and they are very much a kindred spirits of the like i feel like the podcasts are like sisters um sister totally yeah just sisters i guess is all i'm trying to say sister shows that's the word i would feel like i feel like if 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 just the zoo of us and reading glasses had a love child it'd be us yeah yeah exactly um so yeah we got to to have some fun learn about their pets but also of course we talk about some some book characters uh, and it's a really great time I feel like part of the Zoom calls is that you want to be able to see people's back. Like, you you want to be like, oh, I see you have, you know, a little, oh, it's a little guitar back there. Yeah. You know, you can make conversation. But so, then yeah. also it means that, like, 
I'm constantly like, oh, I gotta clean back there. Like, there's always yeah. <laughs> like you put a like a cup of water, and you're like, oh no, yeah, they know exactly. I drink water. No, <laughs> I promise, not that often, not enough, <laughs> <laughs> not nearly enough. Trust me. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, well, we are joined by Mallory and Bria from Reading Glasses, um, and we're probably gonna end up talking about some books. But uh, a, thank you for being on the show. Um, B, I can't wait to hear about your pets instead of books for once. <laughs> we can talk both. Yeah. We can talk pets and books at the let's same time. Both. The intersection is let's, surprisingly let's high. I, I'm not, you know, because yeah. I feel like the stereotype is you curl up with your pet and a good book. So There's nothing better. Yeah. That's the best yeah. life. Yeah. Um, Although on the, the show, we have solved life. some reader problems from readers who, uh, have their pets interfering with their reading you know <laughs> cats who like to sleep on books yep. dogs that want to be pets so much that they nudge the book out of your hand so it's not always a uh, bliss when it comes to reading with your pets it's very true and also yeah. um i've got some barky dogs and occasionally you're like oh, look mm. at me having a little zen morning with my book and then the mailman <laughs> walks by and i'm like okay well uh, there we go <laughs> yeah. Too bad. my cat likes yeah. to my cat likes to like knock books off the bookshelf and or like scratch at their covers. But we say that like the the shelf that she always seems to aim at is the shelf with my other half's like wanky critical theory kind of. It's either like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's either it's like it, it will be some like um, Mark Fisher or like Infinite Jest. Or like, I will. Uh, no more Jonathan Franzen in this house. I'm getting rid of Literally, for sure. Just like all the unbearable lightness of be- being, and I'm. She's just like, yeah, these like literature theory bros. And I'm. I'm. She's over got great it. taste. Like, I read her already. Yeah, <laughs> I do as well. Because you know what? She's never gone for the Maya Angelou or the Toni Morrison. Like she's never. She knows better. That, so. She knows better. She, she knows. She does. She does. She respects a. a she respects a real author. <laughs> um, will you tell us yeah. about the pets and also how they affect your reading life that in currently have? Go ahead, Mallory. Bria, you better. You kick, oh no, you kick it off because you have you have more than me. Yeah, I have more. I have two cats and a dog. Nice. I have um, two little rescue Persians. They're Persians, but uh, <gasps> with they come with all the problems of Persians, including all the health problems. One's eighteen. I got her during the pandemic. When she was wow. 16. She can vote. She can vote. She's the oldest lady. Wow. Uh, she's exhausted all the time. <laughs> um, and her name's Lucy. And then um, we adopted a little, like, one-year-old a couple months ago. And she uh, uh, is her name. She's also a Persian cat. My husband loves Persian cats. So that's how we ended up with these Persian cats. Got it. Uh, and uh, her name is wow. Hellhammer Potato. <laughs> Um, because she's both. <laughs> and then I have a, uh, a little dog who is indeterminate age, somewhere between five and one million years old. Um, <laughs> closer to one million, I think. And she, it's funny if you know her, she's like near blind. Oh. And um, her name's Birthday Party. Oh, birthday Party. She's a little, sh- she's a little, little low rider oh. dog. So my whole life I had low big dogs. Rider. We always had big dogs yeah. growing up. I had a big dog like... Where- my adult life partner was this large, like, um, uh, retriever chow mix. That's who I had for, like, my adult life. And she was with me for 12 years and, uh, was, you know, was, like, my best friend. And then um, I volunteered at a shelter for a while and thought I'd find a dog there. And that ended up 
doing a like a foster and um, foster failing within like one day of getting <laughs> this little small dog who's not like my kind of dog at all. She literally just walked in and is like trying to find me. Yep. Because uh, she's mostly <laughs> blind. And um, um, the two older pets love me to sit at home and read. Whereas the young one, she wants to play all the time. She's oh. I've never had a kitten. Like this has been this is like a new experience for me to have such a young cat who's like wants to run around. She wants me to chase her. Like this has been a whole whole new thing. I'm used to old pets. I love an elderly pet. This is like basically a Rhea home Grant's for home aging for pets. wayward elderly animals. <laughs> yeah, and like I love them. They're so tired. They're like yeah. they've lived yeah. their lives and they just want to <laughs> sleep. And that's me too. Yeah. Like I agree. Like yeah. let's just sleep. Um, so that's sort of the rundown of the <laughs> the animals living inside my home currently. Um, we I gotta know about the naming of these pets. Okay. Um, Hellhammer Potato. How, how'd we Hellhammer get there? <laughs> uh, you know what? My my husband likes metal, okay. so that's Hellhammer. Okay. And then um, we started calling her Potato because she does not respond to any names, <laughs> not a single name, and she just lays on the couch like a potato when she's tired. So now she's Potato. Got and it. my friend has these kids uh, um, who have, oh, they're British and they have the cutest accents and they came over and they were like, what's your cat's, I can't do an accent. And, they, and I was like, potato because i thought it'd be cute to have these like eight-year-olds call her potato yeah and uh it was really cute (laughs) potato and i was like yes that's her name because i felt weird saying it was hellhammer um so now it's potato and then birthday party oh you know when you go to uh if you if you foster or if you like i volunteered at a shelter you name the pets even though they didn't have a name when they were (laughs) well actually okay maybe they did have names we don't know we can't ask them their names that's true um so you give them names because I think it like helps people to like, you know, identify them, whatever. So her name was Bertha when I got her because she was old. And I was like, I don't yeah. love this name. Yeah. And I told someone and they were like, birthday? And I was like, yes, that is right. <laughs> uh, so that was it. That was how she ended up being called birthday. Incredible. Party. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's a really so, what name. do you call her? Like, do you yell "birthday party"? Like, yes, that- and like, <laughs> I sound like a psychopath because I like will just be in the house. She she has a lot of bad habits because she was I she was between twelve and fourteen when I got her, probably sure. Uh, so she's just she's not she's not a well behaved dog. <laughs> she's some sort of like schnoodle mix, um, and so I'm constantly like trying to get and she can't hear, so I'm constantly trying to like get her attention. And I'm like birthday. Birthday. So my neighbors just think I'm running around yelling the word birthday all the time. And that makes me sound. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, this, I, I yell that. But Hellhammer, we call her Helly. Helly. Oh. Helly, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Very and the other cat's name is Lucy, and it has been Lucy her whole life, and she does know her name. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very good. cute. Yeah. yeah. I like how it's very like Hellhammer potato, birthday party. And oh, this is Lucy. Um, this is Lucy, yeah. the regular <laughs> one. <laughs> Totally chill, knows her name. Seems like she's like listening when you talk. Like she's just a really, she, uh, like her last owner uh, had a baby and then the child was like super allergic to cats. So like she had to get rid of her, which is so sad. And she was like, you know, heartbroken because she'd had this cat for 16 years. (laughs) And um, so we took this cat. And so she's just like super well behaved. She's She's just like, she's the best. And I will say I was not much of a cat person. And like she really turned me around. Yeah. Like this cat really kind of made a big difference. They, I feel like that's a thing with cat. Like if you're not used to cats, everyone's while you're like, I don't get it. And then one will enter your life and you're like, oh, I get cats now. Like they. 
Yeah, because they different. don't like look you in the eye. They don't need you. <laughs> like I'm used to dogs where they're like, I want to be your one and only. Yes. Like, you know, and yeah. cats are like, I don't even care that you're here. But like Lucy does really actually care. But they do really like. care that you're there. They, they, they just play do. hard to get a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they play hard to get, um, for sure. Um Yes, but but Lucy, I mean, really changed the way I felt about it. And also, she's old, and I love an old pet. Yeah. I just love them. I find them, it's just very delightful when they get to a certain age, and they're grumpy, <laughs> but there's nothing they can do about it, and it's so funny. Yes. Uh, it's just, I, yeah. Um, delightful. Do they look like the classic Persian, like... Wait, little flat faces. Yeah. Are they white? Yeah, like someone hit them in the face with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Like just a little like flat face, big eyes. They look like like Jim Henson creatures. Great. Okay. Um, great. So they're very funny oh, looking. Amazing. Yeah. They're super funny. I I guess I'll s i will I can put a photo. I can give you all a photo. Oh, yeah. We'll but definitely one is need one. Um, yes, like please, tortoise and them. one is kind of white, whitish, like Siamese almost. Got it. Hellhammer's Siamese ish looking. Great. It's funny, that's what I guessed when oh you God, said one of them so is cute. Siamese. It's like it's gotta be Hellhammer. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Little potato. She looks like a potato. Yeah, yeah, it's obvious. Um, Mallory, what 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 do you got over there? What kind of what are we working with? <laughs> what are you working with? Over there? Um, so I have two cats, uh, Sailor and Lula, or Sailor Ripley and Lula Fortune, mm. uh, and I actually got them Amazing. with Bria. Um, yeah. When s- almost six years ago, six years ago this month, uh, when yeah. Bria and I first started reading glasses, wow. we were living like less than a mile from each other in Los Angeles, and um, I had. I had like a Zoom meeting or something that year. Or actually, back then they were Skype meetings before yeah. Zoom took oh, over. Oh, yeah. And I had paused my <laughs> yeah. music to start this Skype meeting and I heard this cat noise. And I like stuck my head out the window of my tiny studio apartment in Filipino town. And in the alleyway, I thought I saw a cat. So I got the landlord to like let me go down there. And um, I, there was an adult cat down there. And, um, I tried to feed her and I like hid in the basement with one of those like creepy basement windows. So like there was just me looking like a stalker watching this cat eat. And when she got closer, I realized that she was nursing. Like she had very, she was nibble town USA for yeah. her. And I was like, Oh, that baby's around. and I could hear more oh screaming. God. And I finally got uh, into the alleyway and uh turns out there were two little kittens in this Aww. hole in a wall. So I called Bria and I was like, hey, can I use your cat carrier? And Bria <laughs> walked over and we ended up having to call the landlord next door because she had a ladder. To, there were these kittens were like yeah. in this hole in the wall that was, what, like six, seven feet off the ground. And neither me or Bria were like cool with sticking our whole arm in a hole full of <laughs> animals but potentially this, feral this older, cats yes this older lady who was the landlady next door was just like fuck it <laughs> got up in there got grabbed both cats by like their hind legs and stuck them in this carrier and i so i used to be a vet tech and that's what i started to go to college for so i was like oh i'll just you know get some stuff and clean these cats up get them defleed feed them and i'll bring them to the shelter the next day and we all know how that goes so six <laughs> years later uh i have these two little cats They're both, one's gray tabby one or gray silver tabby and the other one's an orange brown tabby and uh they run my life is can i guess is the orange brown tabby sailor ripley no (sighs) other way around lula lula (laughs) is the orange one and she's really my cat me and lula it was like one of those moments from a fantasy book where two creatures like 
imprint on each other. <laughs> like the first night, like Lula is my cat. Like, oh, listeners cannot see, but I'm holding up my phone. Like, <gasps> my phone background is my cat. Yeah. And I always felt bad because I love Sailor very much. I love both of them. But Lula was always really my cat. And then uh, four years ago, me and my boyfriend started dating and he imprinted on Sailor like that. Like wow. the two of them. Sometimes I'm like, Sailor, Amazing. I, I raised you from a bottle. I mean, poop out of your butt with a Q-tip. And now like he loves my boyfriend so much that I really only get cuddles from him if my boyfriend is not even in the home, like has to be out of town. And then yeah. it's like a several day yeah. process where by day three, he'll finally be like, well, fine, I guess I'll get on your lap. And, <laughs> but like if he's around me, the second he hears my boyfriend's office door open, he is with oh. Jeremy. Like that's the only thing that he cares yeah. about, which is fine. I can't give him any shit because that's how I am with Lula. Yeah, yeah. And it's good. Then there's one for each lap also. <laughs> I always tell him, I'm like, we can never break up no. because, you know, Sailor is is like soul bonded with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. cute. Did you have pets growing up? I did. Um, I had my parent, my mother always had cats and my father hunts uh, or hunted when I was a kid. So we had um, labs <laughs> and uh I when I was I was one of those kids that I went from like wanting to be a dog when I was growing up, which Ray and I have discussed before on the show is a common thing, to I wanted to marry a dog. And then I that then the final stage of that was like I wanted Steve Irwin. So yeah. that I think yeah. that, that was my progression. Yeah. So for much of my childhood I wanted to be uh, a zoologist. I mm-hmm. wanted to wear a lot of khaki. I wanted yep. to. I just wanted to be Steve Irwin, yes. but in America. Yes. I mean, I don't want to go to Australia. There's too many snakes there. But here in America, <laughs> yeah, sure. Definitely wanted to be that. Yes. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. we have a lot of similarities in that. I feel like we always talk about the like. Totally. Also, like I wanted to be a zoologist without fully really knowing what that job was. Like I was like, yep, yeah, that's me. I You're like, cool. It's got the word zoo I... in it. Don't need to ask any further questions. <laughs> yeah. This is also the era of marine biologists. Yes. Where every child wanted yeah. to be a marine yes. biologist, oh my God. and no one Everybody knew what that was. Yes. What was? There must have been some <laughs> TV show where like somebody was a marine biologist. It had or to be. Where, I mean, that it was, was a really that was the age of I... Free Willy and Flipper. Mm-hmm. There was a yeah. lot of big marine yeah. animal movies in the early '90s, and I think everyone was like. Yeah, man, I want to swim with dolphins. Therefore, I want to be a marine biologist. It must be like yes, yeah. but I grew up and in a place always... like so far from a beach, Same. so far from the coast that it's like, why are all these kids thinking they they had never even seen the water, you know? And they're like, I want to be a marine biologist. I, th- this is genuinely yeah. a thing. And I it's just always so said. funny. You talk to kids, and it's like they'll say like, Oh, I want to be like a singer, an actor, uh, a musician. And a marine biologist, and it's like yeah, I feel yeah. like you have to go to like entirely different schools, and like those are in like that is there's a big difference between those. Although two, I'd those love to see the paths. school that combines them all, the school that's like this is where you yeah. learn to be a singer and a marine biologist. <laughs> you to marine be both. solve all these problems yeah. by becoming a performer on a cruise ship. Like that's that's yeah. all of it. Oh, together. Yeah. that's oh, what you do. That is the answer. Life. That's true. I also, yeah, I do like the idea of the school that's like it's an art school. Primarily, but they do have an extensive marine biology program. And that is it. <laughs> it's nice to have a fallback plan, you know, when you're a creative. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like when every arts kid ha- is told to have a plan B, right? So, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. B for biology, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break, but then we'll be right back with more from Bria and Mallory. Mallory. 
Hi, I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Teresa McElroy. And we're the host of Schmanners. We don't believe that etiquette should be used to judge other people. No, on Schmanners, we see etiquette as a way to navigate social situations with confidence. So if that sounds like something you're into, join us every Friday on Maximum Fun, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's John Moe, inviting you to listen to Depression Mode with John Moe, where I talk about mental health and the lives we live with all kinds of people. Famous writers. David Sedaris, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Movie stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to Depression Mode. I am happy to be here. Musicians. I am in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm talking to Amy Mann. Great to talk to you. And song exploders. Rishikesh Hirway, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone's opening up on Depression Mode on Maximum Fun. You mentioned uh, having bigger dogs. Did you have other pets growing yes. up as well? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> we were a menagerie. Because, uh, and, and my parents did not. They did not want it. But it was me. I It was me and my brother. Um, but mostly me. Um, somehow I would convince them to get tons of animals. So, like, I grew up, you know, in the 90s, which was an era where you just had a lot of outside animals. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if people still do this. Maybe they do. But I we just had, like... Many cats that lived outside, many dogs that lived in the yard. Um, and then we had rabbits at some point. I had mice. We had a wow. chinchilla at some point. We had uh, fish. And then for a while, I had a saltwater aquarium, which I don't even want to talk about the demise <laughs> of that thing that I had when I was a teenager and didn't take care of it. Whoa. You don't want to know. Um, and I also had a ferret. I had two wow. ferrets over the course of like my childhood. Um, I had... I think they were like popular for a minute in the nineties. Like I'm Ricky Tiki Tavi was something I like. That was a mongoose, but I remember loving it <laughs> and being like, I want this ferret, you know. Yeah. I want one of those things. And I like, want a tube my... animal now. Yes. yes. And I a tube like animal. I want an animal that yeah, it comes in a tube. Um uh, <laughs> and I remember a friend got one. Her dad was a vet, so she always ended up with like weird animals. And I was like, I gotta get one of these. Oh, we had birds at one point too. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> I gotta get one of these ferrets. And my parents were like, No way, we're not getting a ferret. Uh, and at the time, I learned to write persuasive essays in the fifth grade. So I wrote an essay and I was like, mm, how I should get a parent. And my parents, I think, were so like, well, we should kind of reward this like outside the box thinking. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that did like, so, on this essay. So we have I, to give her the ferret. Yeah. And so I, I wrote this essay and they were like, OK, you can have this ferret. And um, and then they liked it so much when that one they both met untimely ends. Uh, and uh, uh I don't know how long they live, actually. It probably wasn't that untimely. But yeah, these poor ferrets. Circle of life. Yeah. Um, But they loved the first one so much, we got a second one. And they both were so funny. They would like... I'm going to say... I'm just going to say blanketly right now. Maybe not the best pet for a child, um, just because they're stinky. (laughs) And they use a litter box. This is a podcast, but to let y'all know, I'm using quotes. They never quite (laughs) get litter box trained. Yeah. They um, use a litter box the right. way people use crosswalks in the city. You know what yeah. I mean? It's if it's really convenient, fun. if it's there yeah. or whatever, but they they do not. That's a like, really good analogy. That is really actually that's right. It's hundred um, percent. But they did all this cute stuff. Like I mean, this is irritating, but it was so cute. They would steal all of our socks and like make little nests. Yeah. And um, they also, but they also like burrowed through our furniture, like burrowed through mm-hmm. our couch what? so that the couch like had a big hole in it and you could sit down and like they were what, they like, would like sleep into and, it yeah like it was like um 
a fold-out couch. So they, like, one of them, I can't remember which one. I feel like they both had the same name. I feel like they're both <laughs> named Bandit. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's right, but that's what I remember. I can't believe you buried the lead on this. You had two pets and both named Bandit. <laughs> I don't know. They, that's the only one I can remember, unless, like, I don't know. This is something I have to ask my mom about. But, um, yeah, so you know those couches that had, uh, you know, you, it's a fold-out couch. They had, like, a real mattress in them. Do they still make them like that? What are, ma- yes. are fold-out? I mean, no, no, but yes. I know exactly what okay. you're talking about. So they would, so one burrowed yeah. through it and could crawl through, and then he would sit behind you when you sat down on the couch, and he would bite your butt crack, <laughs> like bite at you when you got on the couch. Uh, and he would hide oh a bunch God. of socks in there. So we, so like for years, I didn't have like matching socks because they would steal the socks and whatever. So yes, we had a menagerie at any point in time. Um, my poor parents and I still to this day have weird dreams about that ferret. Where I'll be like, oh my god, I haven't fed the fer- the ferret, which is weird because that I mean I haven't had that ferret in thirty years. Um, I'll be like, wow, I gotta go and feed that ferret. I can't believe I haven't fed this ferret in thirty years. It's been li- living in my closet. <laughs> I don't know what kind of anxiety dreams those that ferret is inducing. But um, yeah, so we had a wow. lot of animals. I loved animals. Like when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, not marine biologist, but maybe a vet, maybe work at a zoo. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm when I get older. Remember, um, in short circuit. Is it short circuit where the where the woman, the female lead has like a billion animals? Do you, do you have you all seen oh. short circuit? First of all, you don't need to see it. Second of all, <laughs> I was going to say watch it, but then actually it's fine. It's like a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was like, I'm going to have a billion animals. Like yeah. I'm going to have just a house full of animals. And I do have three and three is t- is too many. Three is more. You have more than the people that live there. I think anytime you have more animals than the humans in the house, it's starting to creep into a lot. Territory. Yes, but you can hold two of them and then look at one of them, and that's how you know you have the perfect. Yeah, animal. I'm. I and both have... humans can hold one. <laughs> yes, and then we can look at the other one, and then we're like, that's a good amount of pets. I have four, but <laughs> I think what I like is that I have two cats and two dogs. So whatever yeah. you need, there's one to hold. No matter, you know what I mean. Like that, they're always yes. going to be around. Oh yeah. You're covered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to just cover yeah. my bases. Yeah. Um, two more people. Like, it's me and my partner, but if two other people come over, we can all hold an animal still. Oh. Yeah, you no. have guest no. animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like guest towels, but they're just for the they're for animals. Yeah. Do for you need the, anything? Yeah. There um, there's this. towels in here, but then also cat and a dog are also in the closet for you, so help yourself. Yeah, um, help yourself. Take <laughs> any cat. We got a lot. Um, um, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the only thing I'll say, I grew up in Texas, and um, I really wanted a horse when I was younger. Oh. I wanted a horse, even though I didn't really know oh, anything about horses yeah. or how to ride a horse. And we've talked about this on the show. This is a big horse books Rhea, are very Rhea was popular. A potential oh, yeah. horse girl. Horse girl. I could have been. Yeah, could have yeah. been a horse. Girl. I'm wearing I'm a braid a big, yeah. right oh, now. Yeah. You know, like I could have been a horse girl, but um, I we didn't have the space for it, and um. Horses are expensive. They're so like they're, a, it's a like, yeah. it's like buying yeah. a car. And did you, have you to maintain like, it. learn mm-hmm. to ride? Did you did you go to riding school? Or no, yeah. not riding school. But I had enough friends oh, yeah. with horses to where like they, I got to ride, and then I went to like a summer camp that they would like teach you to ride. So, but riding a horse is really just sitting. It's not like at the level I was doing it. There's not like a ton. There's some horse girl whose eyeballs have just exploded. Just like, I can't believe it's sitting. It's sitting. The same She's way about hiking to whip is walking. Off her mane or her uh, her her braid like a whip. Did you call it her mane? Did you call it her mane? <laughs> well, I was thinking about mane and tail, which is the yeah. shampoo mm. that you have to use if you're a horse girl. Yes, that's, that's right. true. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's a great shampoo. But I do. I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared of horses, honestly. Like I'm a little. I find them a little frightening. I mean, they're too big. big. Too big. They're big. Too big. Too big. Yeah. What about a pony? 
Ponies are fine. I did get bucked off of a pony when I was a kid. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at that, but. No, it's wow. funny. It's, I'm, I'm here. Funny. I'm fine. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, yeah, but I was like, I was at someone's house and, you know, we were rowdy and we were like, let's get on this pony. And then we got on a pony. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad news. Pony was like, mm-mm. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Which is how I feel like every horse like wants to do what they're not. I don't know. That's my theory. I'm like, do they want me here? Like, I just want my pets to want me here, you know? And I don't know if a horse yeah. wants you there. Yeah. The same way with like, you know, I feel like there's other pets where you're like, I, I, don't, yeah. know. I don't know. I do feel as I, like, I have experienced the horses that don't want you there. And I feel like yeah. they do make it known. They, they, <laughs> okay. they, okay. they really are yeah. tend to be quite clear about it. If they're like, could you please get, off my back and yeah. then they they buck you off like so, and they let you know. you know i guess the cat sometimes doesn't want me mm. here so sometimes she's yeah. both cats and other me just leave <laughs> yeah they just leave the room when they don't want yeah, you there they do. that's very true um very true. i didn't expect to ask this, but it's a thing that i just thought of is um in terms of book animals we touched mm. on this a little bit before but do you have any favorite animals and books talking bears yeah yeah i love a dog sidekick a dog sidekick like talking or not talking Mm -hmm. not talking is fine (laughs) yeah i specifically like talking bears but i was gonna ask on the talking dog front have you read like the knife of never letting go and like that patrick ness series I haven't because I know something about it that would make me too sad. <laughs> People okay, tell me not enough. to the, read the, it. <laughs> it would make you really sad. But there is a, there is a, I mean, the dog kind of, talk, I mean, it's like telepathic communication with the dog. I love that. Okay. I wish. So there's a, which is really cool. You really want, you want to know birthday's thoughts, Bria? <laughs> no, I, I know what they are. <laughs> yeah. They're food. They're just food, 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 food. Um, uh, I there is a there's a really great graphic novel I love called An- Animosity. Animosity is that right, Mallory? I feel like it's like where Maybe. basically one day where all animals become like they're able to communicate with humans, oh, and it's oh, and it's a reckoning. Yeah. It's a reckoning, but in like a good like there's like a kid <sighs> who has a, a dog, yeah. like in a, there's a kid with a dog, and it's like that's fine, and it's that about them and their relationship. Uh, but it's really gorgeous, like really great graphic novel. But then there's one like um oh Mallory, what's that T Kingfisher book that we both like? Not Hollow Places, Twisted um, Ones. Yeah, Twisted Ones starts with this woman and this dog, and she's like going back to like clean out her um grandparents house and at the beginning it says the dog doesn't die or something like there's Ugh. like something some disclaimer right mm-hmm. at the, they're like oh they're like this she's like this is the time my dog saved my life right yes. that's what it says mallory yeah it's like and, the opposite of a content warning it's more like a content reassurance like, like just so you know this yeah. dog yeah. is gonna yeah. be this dog is gonna <laughs> make oh she's like this dog makes it or something <laughs> yeah right? yeah yeah i do think no. that that should like I, i'm not always in favor of like a trigger warning type thing on everything but some there are certain things where i go okay just let me know i do just want to know this and i wish you could just like i want like an optional one where it's like uh you know like a like i want to scratch and sniff or not sniff (laughs) but like a scratch away thing sniff it if you want no one's gonna say okay i'll sniff it but like i want a little scratch away of like if you want the spoiler of what happens to the animal because you're nervous you can scratch it away uh i think that would be really nice (laughs) i like that too and there's a whole website Oh yeah, it's called yeah. Does the Die Dog Does the Dog yeah, Die does the dog, yeah. yeah, oh amazing. But then I have to remember to go to a website. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, you do, <laughs> <laughs> and I will forget. 
She's going to put a QR code right there on the book. Yeah. That's all your problems. That'll work. I like the scratch and sniff. The scratch and sniff. Yeah. Oh, and then it could smell like a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> and so talking, I was going to say, so talking bears, Mallory, I think we all know like to what you're referring. Yes. Um, well, so you're a, you're a Yorick I mean, fan. Than, it's more than just Yorick. Okay. So um, okay. when I was a kid, Talk us I've always been bears. a very bookish child. And um, I loved, you know, Lord of the Rings. I, I loved a, a lot of the classic his stuff when I was a kid. But um, uh, his Dark Materials really was like my thing. It, I literally reread one of the books every single year and have done so for me too almost 30 years you know it is it is a huge thing for me um and one because it's just i always just hear it described as like uh chronicle chronicles of narnia for little atheist children which is really what was perfect for me yeah but also there's tons of animals in it like i i was at that age where i wanted to be you know steve Irwin. i was obsessed with animals and like a magical world where you had an ant there were a animals everywhere b they were your friend yeah like they talked to you they were your right. best having a built-in animal who was your best friend <sighs> like yeah. what could be better yeah you know and Truly. Uh, and then obviously york Burnison, who is uh my bear dad <laughs> and i just loved that so ever since i read first read that when i was nine i have really gravitated toward books specifically with talking bears wow. like talking everything else is fine <laughs> i won't I won't turn it down, but I have to have a uh, bear specifically. Uh, and there was a bunch of series that um, the girl who could speak bear by Sophie Anderson, 13 and a half lives of Captain Blue Bear by Walter Mower is like, I specifically will, if I see a book in a bookstore, that's <laughs> like to the God talking bear. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, give it to me. Like that's, that's what I want. Just one more time, just repeat yeah. for the listeners. Okay. For the listeners, it's uh, the girl who could speak bear by Sophie Anderson. I can t I can send you all this stuff too, but for listeners, it, that's a middle grade book, and then um, the Thirteen and a Half Lives of Captain Blue Bear by Walter Mowers, um, which is illustrated, which is really fun. But those are just two of two great examples of yeah talking bear books. I'm trying to think. can't lose with one that one. For yeah, me. that's a really it's a good subgenre to look for. Think I have. I'm trying to be very specific, sure. but it's one of those weirdly specific things that there's more books than you would expect. Yes, that fall into that category. <laughs> I'm doing that thing where I'm like trying to suddenly remember every book I've ever read, and I'm like, okay, was there a bear in that? Like, that's there's no it's, way I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> this there is some sort of block that happens. And we can attest that like people will be like, what should I read? And then I literally think to myself. I've never read a book. I mean, yes. Like I can't Constantly. think of a single book it's I've book. ever read. Constantly. Like it's, it becomes impossible. Honestly. Like when you're trying to conjure up a book. Yes. Or anything. Or it's, like it's just, there's something. Sure. Same with anytime I'm asked like a favorite thing. It's like, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, oh, uh, oof, I guess. Mm. Never seen one. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> never, yeah. What's a movie? What's a movie? Yeah. I just, I just default every single time, even though this is not the case. If someone says, what's your favorite book or movie? I always immediately just think Harry Potter. And like, that wow. isn't the case, but like, <laughs> oh. I don't know what it is. That That is not Wait, the case. The only that book you can think of. Really... <laughs> what? No, but it's, it's a, just the Do you the, even oh, like it? Do you like it? Do you no, like I Harry do. Potter? Like I was, like I said, okay. I'm a, I'm a fantasy nerd. I was a fantasy nerd okay. as a kid. I was in okay. the Harry Potter, his dark materials, Lord of the Rings ether. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, that is just immediately. Yeah. It just feels like an easy way. Like, like if someone oh, yeah. asks me what my favorite TV show is, I'll say like Friends, <laughs> even though it's not. But it's just like, <laughs> that's what comes to mind immediately. 
<laughs> it, is like, uh, it, it is just the default at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Those are also weird. two things that like most people can talk about. So maybe that's like that's you, true. you're trying to just relate. You're like, also, I like this thing that everyone can talk about. Yeah. And now we can have a conversation about it. It's a generous yeah. answer. Yeah. Of like, that, that might be it. <laughs> yeah. That is a very generous answer. Yeah. I think maybe I think that like, I've, I'm sure there's probably something in the past somewhere where I've said some like really esoteric piece of literature and been looked at like I was a weirdo. And yeah. Then and then people, then if I'm like, like hey, I'm I like the bear, books Potter. about talking bears, people just look at you weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, um, <laughs> like the brown bear book you read as a child? Yes. <laughs> the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. Berenstein Bears. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget about that. Or Berenstein, depending on um, which university grew up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the Matrix or not. Yeah. Do you know about the Sella? My no. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can tell. There's uh, there. Did you have the Berenstein books growing up? The like picture books with the little little bear families. Because there's a uh, there's a. Should I look them up? Yeah, no, it doesn't really matter for the story. It's just mostly that there's like basically a conspiracy theory, um, about like a Mandela effect where everyone remembers them being the Berenstein bears, um. But no, they are, they the, are the Berenstein Bears, but everyone remembers it being the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, the the real truth behind that conspiracy theory is that when we were kids, we didn't know how to fucking pronounce it. Yeah, we didn't. There's so many words that I did not realize. Like, I, it took me until I, like, t- two or three Harry Potter books to realize that her name was not Hermione. Yeah. So I just think when we were kids, we all thought it was pronounced Berenstein yeah. because we didn't know how to pronounce it. And uh, then you grow up and you realize that it's Baron Stein. <laughs> also, Hermione is not. Is that a regular name? Is that a name that a lot of people have? Greek. <laughs> oh, it's Greek. Okay. I think yeah. So it's, it's, it's a it's the a person name named Bria asks a name that's also not real. <laughs> yeah. um, so I can't really. I don't know why I'm I, I'm calling out Hermione. I think Sorry, it's a Hermione. name in Greek. It's a name okay, in Greek myth, fine. and then it's in the Winter's. Then it's in the Winter's Tale by Shakespeare. Okay. And, um, yeah. Really is a name. Like, well, but like, I don't know anyone named that. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, I do. I'm do sure there's some, some kids out there yeah. who have been you named oh, yeah. since the book came out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Yeah. I know a couple of Hermione's. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. Huh. I don't know if that's just England. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I just feel Maybe. like, was, are they, yeah. Are they young or older than the books? Does that make sense? Uh, no, they're my age. age. Okay. So. Right. Yeah. When? Younger, younger, just yeah, yeah, yeah. younger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think their parents like named them after Hermione. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> I don't think that's maybe not, like popularized Daenerys, the name again. Like they're, <laughs> yeah. they're not uh book inspired kids. Yeah. That's a rough yeah, one. Yeah, calling people calling their kids Khaleesi. <laughs> yeah. You know, th- we got Oof. someone someone wrote in the other day and they were named after a book but we couldn't figure out if they had changed their name remember this Mallory oh the wheel of time stuff they were named oh. after the wheel of time and we were like did this person change their name or were they I actually think they just named, named themselves after the wheel of we think time they, oh, okay thing. okay oh, oh, oh. because I was like the wow. I, what, the thing I didn't tell you is that we had somebody else write in in response to that that also that also gave themselves a wheel of time name I like it interesting I like that yeah be who you want to be who cares? We yeah. only live one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. I'd probably regret it after the series on the TV. The TV adaptation because oh, yeah. I was <laughs> disappointed. It, but... so, yeah, yeah, no, I was disappointing. Um, oh, so, but equally, it's like imagine if you call your kid 
Daenerys or Khaleesi and then you watch the end of Game of Thrones like no yeah, spoilers like, but you, wouldn't you be a bit like <laughs> oh yeah yeah like, that's what yeah, yeah. Mm. Gotta, be careful. gotta be careful with kid names with pet you names you can do whatever yeah. you want <laughs> and also you really can you can also just um I, I think just it's just important to wait till things are over to to name things after them you okay. know what I mean if you got sure. if, if the yeah. series is over and you're like okay it went great that name's probably safe. Oh, yeah. Both of my yeah. cats are named after my favorite David Lynch movie, but that's it. That's one movie. It's done. Mm, what movie? Oh, wait. Wild at Heart. Okay, Wild at Heart. And then the the is Ripley also part of that, or is that from uh, Alien? The, the, it's his full name. In the, it's Nicholas. So the cat, uh, when I <laughs> thought that I was going to be fostering them, uh, I had named them Agent Cooper and Audrey Horn because, as Bria alluded to earlier, whenever you foster animals... Most of the foster people I know, um, they like pick TV shows or something because you need a lot of names. Yeah. So actually Game of Thrones is a great example. Mm. Like I know a, fo- a woman who fosters a bunch and she just goes through, she like picks big epic TV shows with a zillion names. So she just has tons to to give out. And so sure. I had, I fostered a bunch of animals and they would always been from Twin Peaks, my favorite TV show. And um, I realized nice. around the exact, within the same hour that they were not, they do not have the personalities of Agent Cooper and Audrey Horn <laughs> because my sailor is the living embodiment of Nicolas Cage. He's just a himbo. He's a beautiful punk who is, has not a single single brain cell going in between his ears. So um, I tried to I picked a different David Lynch property uh, of which that I thought their personalities matched more, which was Sailor Ripley er, and Lula Fortune from. Um, Wild at Heart, which is actually adapted from one of my favorite books uh, mm. from by B- Barry Gifford. Uh, but Lula is exactly like Laura Dern. She is nothing but legs and anxiety. And <laughs> I just thought it matched them a lot better. <laughs> but there's no more like no more Barry Gifford books are going to be coming out. So I don't have to worry about them. Like, surprise, they're serial killers. Right. You know, they're just, yeah. uh, yeah. Although I guess yeah. that would be appropriate yeah. for a cat. Yeah. Again, yeah, I think pets actually. are pretty yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty safe. I do. Names are so important. So I volunteered for a while at this humane society, like shelter here in LA. And um, when we would have trouble getting, you know, some of the pets adopted, like there was one, I distinctly remember a giant dog. He was huge. And it's really hard to get these giant dogs, like adult dogs, you know, uh, adopted. And um, I can't remember what his name was before, but they changed his name, speaking of Harry Potter, to Hagrid. And that dog was adopted That's in like a, a week. Cute yeah. Because name. because then he's like this giant instead of like a big scary dog, he's like, Oh, this is like a fluffy Hagrid. Oh, oh, like everyone yeah. loves him. And like uh it really cute. changed Yeah, I mean, giving them we used a lot of Harry Potter names because people would come in, the kids recognized Harry Potter names and they'd be like, Oh, it's you know Hagrid or whatever. <laughs> it was like stuff from Harry Potter and they would convince their parents to get the yeah. It's smart. Yeah. Hot adoption tips. Yeah. <laughs> Hot adoption tips. <laughs> so Severus Snape. Yeah, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, Severus Snape. <laughs> yeah, Voldemort <laughs> yeah. <the> cat. <laughs> um, so I think for this one, however you feel like answering this question, because you are familiar with his dark materials, so either what animal would you be or what would your demon be? Because I, we are of the camp that they are two different answers a lot of the time, but oh, yeah. maybe you're leaning one way or the other. So... So for most of my life, I thought that, like I think all all of us think of what our animal would be is like it's always like something uh, aspirational, you know. And I when I was a kid, I really loved wolves. So and I'm very goth, and I was like, oh, I'll have like something either like a big black cat or I'll 
big wolf or something cool. Uh, and then I met my cat. And I, the thing about me and Lula is that we have the exact same personality. Like we are like I have I always try to explain this to my boyfriend that we have these two cats and one of them is my son. But Lula is not my daughter. Like she is. We are equals. In this yeah. House, you know what I mean? Like she is. Yeah, she's yeah, not my yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. She's not my baby. She is. She she's my uh, the best way I can say it is she's my demon. You know, yeah. she is my she's an extension of me. You know, <laughs> I me and my boyfriend get in fights all the time because he always tries to like give her a voice. And I'm like, that's not what she sounds like. That's not her voice. <laughs> like I give I, I have a really weird voice that Sailor has. But Lula does not have a voice. She just talks like exactly like me, but with less of a Boston <laughs> accent because she was born in Los Angeles. Of course. So and I, before I got sure. them, I always always thought that if I got an animal, it would be something very goth. It would be like, you know, a black Maine Coon or like some kind of like big black dog. And like, nope, I got this scrappy little tabby <laughs> and she's my entire life. Yeah. Uh, so that's as much as I w- would put on airs of what kind of animal that I think I would be. It's just it's just your little, own cat. Yeah. It's just my little cat. Yeah. I love that. Bria, I don't know what kind of animal you would be. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to answer the demon question because I would. And it's it's almost the same answer. I was like, maybe because I, I feel like I would be some sort of like loyal dog or something like loyal, brave dog. And that's what I would want. Also, yeah. like I have a real I have a real affinity for dogs. I just I you cannot walk by me without me going nice dog like that dog like i like i literally i know all the dogs in my neighborhood yeah like i i will compliment your dog i want to get to know that dog i i just like have a really like man i when i volunteered at the shelter i would i would sometimes dogs would be there for a really long time and i would cry when they get adopted because i'd be so happy like it was just like i have like a lot of and i I think it's because i had one for so long that my dog went um my my adult dog, the dog that I had as an adult. So yeah, probably I would have like a dog, like a really solid. No offense to the dog I have now, like larger, smarter dog uh, <laughs> would be would be my yeah. demon. Uh, like uh, like a Birthday or maybe even a, you, maybe a wolf. Sure, maybe a wolf or uh, like some some sort of creature like that that is like you know, I feel like I can communicate with, but could run a lot faster than I can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I run very slow. Oh. Same. I mean, I, I would say I don't run. Is how I would. <laughs> it's more of a a, a hopeful yeah. walk. Um, walk fast walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that makes sense to me, though. Even just thinking about like you're very kind uh, and like very, oh, you know, you're talkative. It's a ruse. It's but also knowing that like you're a big reader <laughs> and therefore you, you you need your your quiet time. And I do think that matches a dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my uh, my psychoanalysis uh, for the day. <laughs> yeah. And like the idea of having like, you know, an owl or something really exotic and interesting around is cool. But like I just like trust dogs, yeah. you know, like I trust them even when they've been like damaged or mistreated and stuff. They're still like they still want the what's best for everybody. And I appreciate that about them. I think what most people don't stop to realize is that most of like the really cool uh, pets that would be like your the you version of an animal would not be easy to have around in no. your life. You know what no. I mean? You would have to significantly yes, change true. your lifestyle if you had a bird, a bird of prey, mm-hmm. a large 
carnivorous predator because that's what yeah. everyone wants right it's either a big yeah. pretty bird or like a bad <laughs> lion or something like, yeah you would have to get a bigger apartment yeah you know you would have to get a bigger bed yeah it's just it's impractical two seats yeah. on the have airplane to feed them mice yeah like you'd have to get mice for the predators like all the time <laughs> like they'd have to like you'd be like here's your meal go chase it like yeah. man Ugh. No I've way. always thought like in his dark materials it really speaks to why like Lord Asriel is so solitary because like you you have to just have like a, a like a force field of space around you at all times if you're just like bopping down the street with a snow leopard. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like you can't go yeah. to lunch. You can't go for brunch with a snow leopard. Nope. Like no. What are you? What, you're gonna what, have to make where, a, who can you, you meet book for an coffee? extra seat on the plane? Book an extra <laughs> yeah uh, extra seat in the in the brunch restaurant. You know you can't go in a porta potty. Yeah, it's no, very just, impractical. Yeah, so impractical. Uh, can you imagine like, like being at a bar and like. Everyone else has got their like little cats and dogs and sparrows. And then you're just like trying to navigate through a crowd <laughs> with people with drinks with a snow leopard beside you. Just yeah. a nightmare yeah. logistically. Ugh. No wonder but he a has a great no reason to not have to go to a bar. That's true. You know, that's a, right? that's a really good excuse. <laughs> Sorry. You know, snow I got leopard. the snow leopard demon. I got to stay home and watch uh, the next season of uh, Love is Blind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I am right yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, I always think about, like, as a kid, the idea of being excited for your demon. And you're like, all right, what are we going to get? Something cool like that? Like, me, or even like, yeah, cool owl. And then it's just like, oh, I got a cockroach. That's, yeah. What does that mean about me? That's when you <laughs> you walk into the sea. Because the whole thing is yeah. that your demon is a reflection yeah. of your personality. And uh, I, I mean, I think Lula is, again, Lula and I have literally the exact same personality. Yeah. So much that I freak my boyfriend out by like referring. I'm like, oh, yeah, we like that. <laughs> I got, like we're the Borg. Mallory. <laughs> Mallory. <laughs> That's too far. It's too far. <laughs> but I, you know, I, and I am, I'm proud to, to be 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 like her and, yeah. but i think it would be so humiliating if you were like oh yeah i got a slug like yeah. that's, that's a reflection of me as a person like yeah. you gotta go to therapy yeah. you gotta work that yeah. out yeah mm -hmm. well i love when people ha know what we're talking about when we do this it's it's so much so much fun yeah me too because it tur turns out oh i have multiple his dark materials statues this, like, this is, great. is you are this is this is my one of us um oh my god tell us about them what, what else do you have so i have yorick i don't know if you can oh yeah on my hand incredible and then i have gracious wings the harpy oh. right above yeah uh, him and then i'm Amazing. getting my knuckles done with symbols from the alethiometer <sighs> that's awesome very cool i don't have a real job <gasps> oh, <laughs> an tattoo mm -hmm. an alethiometer that's a really really dope idea oh, yeah. i can I'm actually gonna, mm. hear one of my cats who is trying to get into the room right now he's like i heard you talking about me i would like to make an appearance excuse me <laughs> i always roast her because both the cats are very everyone it's funny to me because everyone says oh cats are so aloof but both of our both the cats are attached to us at all times and uh <laughs> I always make fun of Lula because she, if she can't find me, she gets upset. But then if I haven't seen her in 10 minutes, I'm like, she's dead. She's been yeah. abducted by aliens. She's gone forever. Yeah. And she's always under the bed. Yeah. The answer is that she's always under the bed. <laughs> but I, I like to read. It's like that movie Basket Case. Like we just if we could be connected at all times, it would be we would be happy. <laughs> you could carry around. They're not connected. They just have to be around. They do have like a psychic connection, though. I know too much. Would about you that say movie. that his that's a movie about demons? 
Kind of. Wow. But this is a horror it. movie no one should watch, just left way. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't watch it. I really I mean, I think we might have to have you back to get kind of more into the weeds of like fantasy creatures. Yeah. yeah. We could do I, a whole um, episode on fantasy creatures and books. Bree and I have become yeah. sort of accidental experts on it because it's something that people actually you uh, so every year for Maximum Fun Drive, we do um recommendations for people and this every year there's like a theme of like a new thing that people ask for a lot mm-hmm. and uh this year's was animals seeking revenge people we kept getting it. requests huh. for that like books about <gasps> animals seeking revenge and yeah. it was uh we it took us through us for a second and then we we're like yeah. oh yeah no we know some of these books we can yeah. recommend to people interesting mm-hmm. like yeah it's just not a i guess on the other hand i'm just like it's not a genre i'd think to ask for but it's a good one it's a new hot thing. Yeah. Big buzzy undercurrent in the world of books now. Is <laughs> animals seeking revenge. Uh, I love it. Okay. Well, yeah. Then Very we'll have cool. to have you back and we can do a deep dive into fantasy creatures. That'd be yes. great. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. This was so fun. If is there oh do you have any other plugs obviously reading glasses but is there anything else where can people find you listen to our show listen to the show listen to yeah yeah if you want to hear us talk about animals and books listen to reading glasses every Thursday um Bria do you have anything coming out (laughs) no just go go listen to the podcast you don't need to find (laughs) don't you don't need to listen to reading glasses (laughs) 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 okay great thank you so much thank you. Yeah, so maybe in my story, mm. it's an Irish wolfhound, a talking Irish wolfhound that is seeking revenge. Seeking revenge. This is smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah, this is really good. Well, again, copyrighted. Don't steal this. And I, I think that's law. Yeah, I think if should, you just say copyrighted, together, it counts. Alexis. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, Ella and I have to go write a book. So... <laughs> Um, in the meantime, <laughs> send us your, your ready pet goes if you have one uh, to comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Um, rate, review, subscribe, follow us on social media. Just look up comfort creatures. You'll find us. I'm not even going to give you the handles anymore. Um, what else? <laughs> you know where we are. You know where we are. You're here. This is like episode 40 or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, join us on Discord. If you haven't yet, because that's a lot of fun. Yes. And uh, have a good day. I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Ellen McLeod. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.